Allow the Steelers. Steelers. The Steelers. We are always talking black and gold on SNR. What's going on, Steelers Nation Radio? High noon on a Friday afternoon. That can only mean one thing. Time to go inside the electric factory. Wesley Euler, Arthur Motes with you here. And thankfully, I have Arthur Motes with me you here put, today. You let him know I'm here. I am in the flesh. Not on no phone call. Listen, Coach Tomlin always told me this, man. Find new mistakes. That's At right. this point in the year, we can't be making the same mistakes. If I keep showing up not on time, what that says about me? What does that say about me? Does Transparency, well. people. Transparency. Here. On time. Actually, early. Because that's what the mark of a good player is. They bounce back from their errors. They bounce back from bad performances. And they come out swinging. Guns blazing, baby. Well, let's see what that new mistake that you found today is as we roll along. Uh, I think he's here with me. <laughs> <laughs> on the twitter.com at Wesley Euler at the body 52 the body. Um, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna let the I'm let the music bump here for an extra second you might as well I, I'm charged up I'm wound up on this Friday Arthur oh is that right my friend I don't know what it is is it because you're sitting across from me well that's a big part of it certainly um I don't know man I woke up this morning and I had to get up early I had a dentist appointment this morning at, Shout s- out to the tea. at 7 a.m. so I had to get up early to get to the dentist by 7 a.m. this morning get your teeth worked on early in the morning you'd think no cavities right no cavities okay never oh, or some <laughs> 28 years old Arthur Motes I yes. have never had a cavity in my life I like a you real one baby. that is one of my you know not to say that I play drinking games or anything mm-hmm. like that you know but you know that never have I ever game Ooh, I don't play that game that's always one for me never have ever had a cavity because just about everybody has had one I always get the people I, I, I don't, don't touch that game <laughs> so you would think like I oh, you went to the dentist this morning it was so bright like but I was sitting in the dentist chair and it was still dark outside that's how early I was at the dentist and they this hit you morning. with that light when they go when they go to work when you put that right. blinding light in your face oh man and so you'd think like if oh man you know Wes if you weren't having the best start to your day it'd be understandable but I'm wound up I'm charged up today we got Stellar's Jets this weekend Stellar's you know it's it's also too I think it's just something about this is the time for me Arthur Boats I'm not a curmudgeon you're not. I'm not a bah humbug. You're not. But I'm also not like Will Ferrell and Elf. You know where I'm dumping sugar oh, and, and singing man. and singing Christmas carols on, all year long. I, I, I'm, I'm a syrup in my spaghetti type of yeah, guy. Yeah, exactly. The three main food groups: sugar, sugar cookies, syrup. Absolutely. What's, what's that line? It's something like that. Something, I got, I got close. Like that. I got close enough. I, right about now is when the Christmas spirit really hits me. You know, mm, okay. uh, not that I'm the Grinch beforehand, but it's busy season for you and I. You know, it's the busy time of the year work-wise. It can take me, you know, a little time to get caught up on the Christmas spirit. Well, I'm all the way caught up today. Okay, okay. It's, you know, holiday weekend coming up. As you could tell today, we both got nice parking spots outside. We did. Because nobody, nobody's here because it's a Friday of a holiday Man, weekend. I pulled up. I was like, yo, it's never this empty. <laughs> I thought it was my birthday. I told you, man. The lady in front of me paid for my Starbucks coffee. I ain't know what to do with myself. I drove down here today. I'm just breezed right down here. No traffic. I mean, as you always tell the people, I live in a big house on the big side of town. You so, do because you're rich. You know, I, I got to commute down here from time to time. Mm-hmm. And uh, But today, nice and easy. Breezing down here. Christmas spirit. It's a very... 
Today is a very Friday Friday, Arthur, Arthur Motes. Oh, Friday Friday. It's a very Friday. <laughs> you know, some, some Fridays feel more Friday-y than others. Yeah. You know, like that. Like when you get to uh, Memorial Day at the end of May, you mm. know, and it's like that first summer weekend, and you know that Monday is a holiday. That's a very Friday-y Friday. Okay, a Friday-y you know, Friday. A Friday-y wow. Friday. You I'm like just learning a lot today. I'm learning a lot from you today, baby. I like it. You like it? It, it feel, It's a very Friday-y Friday. I think you're picking up what I'm putting down on that now, one. Is that Friday-y with... Two Y's or is it Y-E-E or is it Y-E? Well, you know, we've talked about this before. Uh-oh. How the I-E community looks down upon the Y community. You're right. I don't think the Y community has beef with the I-E community well, like that. Well, because the Y community is the big dog. The I-E is like the new kid on the block. Right. And that's why when I spell out Mozi, I always do it with I-E. Mm, interesting. But that's also because I think S and Y just kind of look weird See, I next to each other. Y. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay, well then I'm going to start. But it's your call. I mean, it's your, it's your last name. I mean, I never heard it until I got to the NFL. Yeah. It was weird. I wonder if it's ever been in like an, an official document to see how they spelled it. But if you're mm. going with why, I'm going with why. It's, it's your nickname on Twitter at West Sealer at the Body Fifty Two. The Body. Uh, we'll have our our typical Friday shenanigans today. We'll do some singing. Oh, we'll have Five Star Friday. Hey, we'll show you the money. Show me the money because you got to get the paper. You know we got to get the paper. Got to get the paper. But Arthur Motes, what's up? I ask you today a question that I always like asking you to kind of you know in our first segment on Fridays to kind of set the tone here. Mm, okay, you look at both of these teams. <sighs> the four, you know, no disrespect to special teams here, but the four offensive and defensive units, right? See, here you go. You try me. Oh today. no, you've always you, you don't never want to talk special teams. But all right, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Between the two offensive, you won't units. say in that versus Arizona when we ran back that punt. But you know cool. what? Honestly, maybe you could you could include special teams. So of the six I units, mean, we'll you, say you, you saw how it looked when Jordan didn't punt the way he was supposed to punt. Oh, then it didn't. We want to talk special teams. That's what I'm saying, man. Talked a lot of special teams last year. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. Of yeah. the six units, right? <laughs> Three for the Pittsburgh Steelers. My favorite coach cliche in general, like not Tomlinism here, but just in general coach cliche, by the way, is all three sides of the football. I, I love that. Mm-hmm. And it just has to drive math and geometry teachers crazy every time. they All three sides of the football. Of the six units between the New York Jets and the Pittsburgh Steelers, who has the best unit? Where does the biggest advantage lie for either team Sunday afternoon? The D. Fans of your Pittsburgh Steelers. And you know why? Why? Because when we look at both offenses, let's be real about it. We know our offense has been struggling. They've been highly inconsistent, haven't scored two offensive touchdowns in a game since the San Francisco 49ers game. Feels like a long time ago. Absolutely. Now, with the Jets, we know that they've been highly inconsistent as well. It's the mark of the young quarterback. Sam Darnold, when he looks good, they look good. When he looks bad, they look really bad. And you see that happening a lot. So you know both of those units are down. Now, the Jets' run defense is top-notch. So it's one of the best in the league. But a total defense is more than just a run defense. And their pass defense definitely leaves you wanting more. So with that being said, they can't be the best unit. Both of the special teams units, obviously with the Steelers, they've been inconsistent at times. They've looked really bad in terms of return games. We, we remember how it was with Switzer. We remember how sometimes Deontay Johnson had ball security issues. But then he's also run back a punt for a touchdown. But then you factor in the Jordan Berry 22-yard punt last week. It's a lot of ups and downs with that. And the Jets, similar situation, man. They, they just are an average group in terms of their special teams unit. But then you have this one particular unit. <laughs> this one special unit. One that stands above the rest. 
This one that features multiple pro bowlers, all pros, and potential defensive player of the year. <sighs> yes, this still is defense. It's a clear cut above the rest, and it's not close. Yeah. I'm talking their top five, and they're not number five, four, three, or two. Okay? This Steelers unit, from a defensive standpoint, can rush the pass with the best of them. They can generate turnovers with the best of them. They have multiple guys with interceptions, multiple interceptions, multiple guys with multiple interceptions. I mean, that's just the mark of a, an elite-level defense. And with that being the case, I feel like that's the clear-cut landslide advantage that the Steelers have in this matchup. I think so, too. I mean, that's where I figured you were going, but to hear you kind of piece it, you know, piece by piece there and flesh it all out, uh, yeah, it's. I think that's a clear advantage for the Steelers. We like to do the. I mean, we kind of did a version of this yesterday when we've been doing the thing we've been doing the past couple weeks of which guy on the other team would you like on the Steelers, right? Yeah. It's a very fantasy football, very Madden type of mindset that, that we kind of have those things. We. My buddies and I do this a lot, right? When we compare teams, when we compare, okay, well, how many guys from that team would start for this team? Right? Mm. How many guys on this team would start for that? I honestly think right now, and, and Quinn and Williams is maybe a question mark because he's a rookie and he's dealt with injuries. But as I look at it right now, I think there's one guy from the Jets who would walk onto the Steelers and, st- and start. And who is that? Jamal Adams. That's, ooh. I mean. Well, so this is my I'm question. I'm talking defensive side of the football, but too. No, like, are, not are, we, are we seeing guys that are healthy, though? Right. That's why I left Quinn and Williams out of the I'm well, talking well, right Because I would say C.J. Mosley as well. Okay, that's fair. He would definitely yeah. he would definitely start. And he's had some health. That's probably why yes. I wasn't thinking about him. Yes. He's had some health stuff too. But when he's been healthy, he was nasty yeah. this season. He's a very good player. We're we're familiar with that guy, certainly. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. <laughs> uh yeah, I, I just there I think the Steelers, like I said, I think there is a a gap. You know, there's a golf in class between the Steelers defense and some of the other units that we'll see out there. Uh, what say you on Twitter at Wesley Euler at the body fifty two. You mentioned Sam Darnold there, too, and I, I like what you said because you know Wednesday is my scouting day. Yeah, 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 man. Wednesday is the day that I like to watch the Steelers' opponent. I like to go, you know, I'll go on Google and try and find articles that the other team's media is writing about their team, what the fans and what the media in that city and are talking about. And that's why you're the best in the business. And let me tell you, I mean... <laughs> spoiler, Nobody does how you do it. Spoiler alert. It's pretty easy to find takes on and opinions on the New York Jets. I don't know what it is. It maybe, is. maybe it's that city that they play in. Maybe it's that media. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very weird, man. I always, always <laughs> found that a little different, man. How they just, you know, everybody talks about them. You know, I don't, so many articles. You know, I don't know what it is, but it's it's a it's they, a lot they, easier I feel to like find. They lead the NFL in beat writers. <laughs> they have to. It's I don't know what it is, Mutsy, but it's a yeah. lot easier to find opinions and takes on the New York Jets than it is on the Arizona and, and, Cardinals. And it's, and I, I don't not, I'm not sure why. And the thing is, it's not just uh, their top players. I saw an article wrote on like the third offensive line. And I'm like, who is this guy? Why are you writing about him? There is a New York Jets blog <laughs> that takes every single play of every single game. It's crazy. And, and gives players either a plus one, two, or three, or a negative one, two, or three on every, rates them on every single play, and has kept an aggregate score of that the entire, so you can go on and look at this graph of the Jets crazy. players and the, the ones that they think have made the most positive plays yeah. and the ones that made the most negative plays. It's insane, but they all, one thing that they all have in common is that same thing that you just said. Uh, Good Sam and bad Sam. That's right. what they talk about. When when good Sam is going, the Jets can play with and, anybody. Be, and beat anybody. Anybody. When bad Sam rears his ugly head, they quite often don't even have a chance. Very true. And I, I think then, right, if you're starting to piece together the game plan and how things could come out, 
it becomes very incumbent upon Keith Butler, upon this defense, the secondary to you know make Sam see ghosts, and, and that Steelers front to to get after the young quarterback as well. Absolutely, and I do think that these guys are up to the challenge. And the one trump card that I always feel that we have in matchups like this, where you have a quarterback who can get hot. If he gets hot, it's scary, right? Mm-hmm. The trump card that we possess, though, is our pass rushers versus that Jets offensive line. That has allowed a ton of sacks. I'm talking a ton of sacks to the tune of 48 sacks to be ex- uh, to be exact, and that's with multiple quarterbacks because you remember Sam Darnold was out with the mononucleosis. I think that's how you said, and they had two and three other quarterbacks come in and have their uh, their turn getting beat up on. So with that being the case, I always feel comfortable that no matter how on Sam Darnold could potentially get or how hot he could get in the moment, that pressure changes everything. Yeah. The way that they're able to get after quarterbacks and particularly take advantage of a unit that's allowed almost 50 sacks. Like as in 5-0. That's that's a huge, huge benefit for us. I think so, too. What say you? On Twitter again, at Wesley Euler, at the Body 52. The Body! Where Lil... J&B 5-5. Oh, shout out to Lil J&B. I know you like the 5-5 in there. Absolutely. Says that I'm so charged up, I'm so wound up today because you were on time. Whew. I mean, throwing the the daggers. Jeez. Throwing the daggers. And Tanner says, uh, the quote is, the four main food groups, candy, candy canes, candy corn, and syrup. Yep, that's it. (laughs) That's definitely it, Tanner. I knew somebody would let us know because, yeah, I mean, you got to, I'm kind of disappointed that I didn't know. It happens. But it's all right. Well, I'm sure we'll have plenty of holiday quotes this week and next week as we continue. I just wish I had an elf outfit that like fit Ooh. me. I want the um the cousin Eddie Christmas dinner outfit, like Ooh, the tight yeah. white turtleneck looking shirt yeah. with the green with the green pants. That's tight. That's maybe I'll be there for Halloween next year. Ooh, we'll or see. you could be there for Christmas this year. Oh, I got, got options. I get to the store today after the show. Oh, you got time. <laughs> when we come back here. Uh, some health updates for your Pittsburgh Steelers we'll get into, and we will continue, obviously, to uh, to scout the New York Jets in anticipation. And of, I'm glad that you didn't say that J-E-T-S crap, 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 because, like I said, I, I, I'm not a fan of that. How do you, quick side note that you brought that up before we go to break here now, since, hey, I'm pushing the buttons today. I can make the calls. You the boss. You the captain now. You the captain. Look at me. I am the captain now. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you feel about teams that do chants that spell out their name? I think it's dope. I like it. Do you? If I would have played for the Jets, I would have loved it. The thing is, I played for the Bills at the time. And it was always division rival. Yeah, that was the division rival. So I like I don't want to hear it. Hate it. I feel like it's always bothered me because and I can I can tell I don't even need to know. It's something dealing with West Virginia. So let's hear it, man. It's no, it's it's well, yeah, partially. (laughs) But I would say two of the teams that I dislike most. Mm hmm. The Pitt Panthers. Yeah. And the Washington Capitals. Ah, uh, so they spell the guy. P-I-T-T, let's go Pitt. Okay. And C-A-P-S, caps, caps, caps. Got you. Get out of here. Yeah, so like and I never played for a team that did the whole chanting thing. When I was 20 years old, I think what really made me hate it is I went to the WVU Clemson Orange Bowl. Mm-hmm. And Clemson fans do this. C-L-E-M-S-O-N-T-I-G-E-R-S. And Tigers, y'all was getting Tigers. smacked, huh? No, we beat them seventy to. Th- we beat them by thirty-seven points, Moats. What huh. do you mean we okay. were getting smacked? We were doing the smacking. Okay, okay. But it was you know an eight o'clock game the whole day. I heard that a million times. So many times the few days leading up on South Beach, I'd be walking down the beach in a WVU hat, and I'd hear C L E M S O N. But see for me, like I feel like you have to have those type of cheers so that way when you have the kind like here we go Steelers, here we go. 
Right, it flows. It's like you got the contrast. It is true. And then like, even that. Buffalo was like, let's go, Buffalo. And then it's like they respond to it. So I feel like each group has their own unique thing. Because I'm sure the ones who spell, they're probably the ones who hate the ones who just, y'all don't have nothing. Y'all just singing a whole regular tune. Yeah. Like, put some letters in your Like thing. Ohio State fans who right, do right. O-H-I-O. Probably right. like, what are you, what's wrong with you guys? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but it's it's all. I think it's all. If you if you ever played for a team like that, or if you know, like we have disliked yeah. a team who does that kind I'm of like, stuff. If I would have played in any other division where we wasn't teams that spell out their stuff like the Jets, yeah, it'd have been totally different. Yeah. yeah, if it wasn't for that university located in the Oakland district of Pittsburgh, Ooh. Pennsylvania, I like it. <laughs> Mark says, "How about the Jest? J E S T, Jest, Jest, Jest." Get it because they have a bunch of jesters. No question. (laughs) Bunch of pretenders. B-U-M-S. Bums, bums, bums. Get your tweets in again. At West Wheeler at the Body 52. (laughs) The Body. Man, how many times are you going to? Well, you know, today, Fridays, normally on the shows, we get to the tweets at the end of the show. But today, you know, on Fridays, we do a lot at the end of the show. I'm over here, the body and the body. The body, the body, the body, the body, the body, the body, the body. Jeez. The baby, the baby. <laughs> we'll continue our scouting report when we return. He's Arthur Motes on time today. I'm Wesley Euler. Oh, my <laughs> All right, I promise. That's the last shot. That's crazy. I love it. I love it. Inside the electric factory, <laughs> you're listening to Euler and Motes and Steelers Blitz on SNR. This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. I think I have good news, but I always have to... You know, run these things past Arthur Motes first because he's, say, the, yeah. he's the on. real he's the real authority on these matters. Oh man, I feel you about to give me something tough. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe I don't know. All right, all right, what you got? For you me? know, this is you know Thursday's big practice day, right? There's big. Our listeners day. know football. I'm not breaking any news here, but y- you want to be practicing on Thursdays. That's a, your status on Thursdays is a good indicator of your status on Sundays. Absolutely. Yesterday, Juju Smith Schuster, knee. And Vance McDonald, concussion, were full participants in practice. Arthur Motes, how optimistic should we be about the availability of those two on Sunday? The fact that you said they were full participants on Thursday, which is the big practice day, I am highly optimistic about those guys. I think that that speaks volumes, especially when you think about Juju and how he practiced on Wednesday last week, had a setback, and couldn't go for the rest of the week. So the fact that he's doing it on the heaviest work day of the week, that's beautiful. Because now today is going to be more of the glorified dress rehearsal. Right. Fast Friday, you're in and out. You're really light in the reps. So that's good. That gives his knee more time to rest and relax. And then obviously Saturday is just the get your knee right all the way day. So I, do, I definitely like that a lot for him. And I think this is something that's going to be very promising. One guy who did get some rest this week was T.J. Watt. He got a veteran's rest day. Finally. And I I could almost feel the ground shaking underneath Tunch and Wolf's feet. (laughs) When, you know, uh, what, uh, T.J., is he... 
24? Yeah, TJ's young, man. I think so, 24, yeah. 25. <laughs> you know, I could just hear him, that guy, guy's still on his rookie deals getting a veteran day off. Are you oh, kidding me? Man. You think Chuck would have given us a veteran day off? Listen, man, it's a reason why they walk around how they walk around, too. <laughs> and that's no disrespect, but come on, man. You got to take care of your players, man. And with TJ, too, understanding his extensive history of knee injuries mm-hmm. and injuries that he – uh, sustained collegiately and stuff like that. Some of the things that he's played through at the professional level is smart, man. You definitely take care of him because this is back-to-back seasons where his play load in terms of the amount of plays are crazy high. I mean, it's a testament to his physical condition, really obviously, is. and the way he's been able to stay healthy, but you want to stay ahead of it. It's no, it's no honor in, oh, just keep playing out there. Run, run yourself into the ground and just fight through it. Like, no, that's, in that's, practice. Not, that's not a smart ball. That's what I said to touch you. I mean, we're talking about practice. Practice. Not the game. Not, not the game. I, 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 we're talking about practice. Practice? Come on, now. You know, you, you know I hate practice. Not playing. <laughs> 13 sacks for TJ Watt. 16 is the Steelers' all-time single-season record, of course, held by one James Debo Harrison. Mm. So you say you, you, that's when he guarantees this week? I don't, well, you know, I had my guarantees yesterday. I'm saying you got time to add another one. Well, maybe that'll be my, one of my final guarantees last mm. week of the season. Mm. Can TJ get to 16? Would need three more to tie, three and a half or four more to break Debo's single season record. Can he get there? Yes. 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 I ain't said yes. I said yes. That's going to be kind of tough, man. And the only reason I say that is because I like it this week, but I don't know if the opportunity is going to be there like that this week. I think that when you have a team, because traditionally the way it works, when you have a team with elite level pass rushers, a team that has a tight pass rush that can get after the quarterback, typically you try to counter that or offset that by doing the screens, doing the draws, trying to run the ball more, and ultimately keep it a low-scoring game, take the air out of it. And obviously I don't anticipate our offense scoring a ton of points on this Jets defense either. So you're not getting in one of those situations where they're just dropping back a ton. Right. And if he was the only guy that was going to potentially get back there and get a sack, that's different. But you got Cam he's going to be fighting with. You got Bud uh, who's trying to get double-digit sacks. You obviously, got, you obviously got Javon Hargrave as well. So, Contract year. Yeah, so I feel like it's a ton of people that are going to be scrapping to get that <laughs> to get that sack and everything like that. So for me, for TJ to have to get four in the next two weeks, it's going to be tough. That's going to be tough. What say you, though, man? I think he can. I, I agree with you that it's going to be tough. I think he can get to 16. To break Debo's. That's what I'm saying. To break, to break it, it would be tough. Four. So he needs more. I mean, he would need to average. Yeah, he need to average more than one and a half sacks. He'd need two, two sacks two these game, next yeah. two a game. That's tough. I, I, I think I think one and a half average over the next two games is right. much more doable. Right. You know, I, I do think he can but get to 16. Of, to break it yeah. would be tough, though. Yes. But I think it really depends on how this game goes, though. He'd ha- he If he's going to get a multi-set game, it Has needs to be, to be this Yes, game. he needs to get two this yes. game. Yeah. Because it's going to be tough trying to get multiple yeah. sacks with that Ravens Because team even if you week. think, even if Lamar sits, right, or even if Lamar plays one or two series, he's still going to be trying to run gonna, the ball. It's going to be RG3. Yeah. He's a mobile quarterback no as well, too. But like I said, they're still going to be wanting to run that ball because they bro- they're going to want to get out that stadium. They don't want to have that game. Let's run the ball. Let's run. get out of here in two and a half it's hours. Go- it's going to look real preseason-like in terms of the play calling. Yeah, I agree. Ah, uh, can TJ get there? What say you on Twitter at Wesley Euler at the Body Fifty Two? The Body. That well, would be like the most Baltimore thing, though, right? Like they know TJ say he needs like one or two sacks, and so it's they like, just we're going to run the ball. Anything the whole game. in their game plan possible? We're not going to let sure him, TJ. Hey, he, he doesn't get the sack. 
<laughs> oh, that would man. be that'd be a very Ravens thing to do, without a doubt. Jeez. Uh, the Photoshop expert David himself. The David. He brings up a very good point. Something that we have not talked about this week. Shame on us for six weeks for not Uh-oh. talking about this guy to this point. David says, "I'm not prepared for CBS to zoom in to Heinz Ward, all decked out in Jets gear." Oh, and that green. Yeah. Mm. It feels weird to see our guys in different uniforms. Yeah. He says you had Franco in Seattle. You had Debo in New England. You had Mozi in Arizona. Oh, man. Don't he, do that to the boy. He, he asks about which athletes, which Steeler, which athletes hurt the most of all, all time seeing them finish their career in another uniform. That's a really good question by David. Now, see, these are the type of questions. These open-ended, embrace debate mm. questions. These are what we're living for. And you're saying just as a Steeler, a former Steeler, or just... Well, that's where we'll start. All right, so if I had to pick former Steelers for me, it was Debo. Just because, like, man, we done bled together. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's like, yo, you are a Steeler. Like, when I watched your film, it was your Steeler film. I know you played for other teams, but you weren't Debo then. You were just James, all right? You were Debo in Pittsburgh for so many years. You retired and came back, mm-hmm. like, like the Terminator Part 2. Like, that was you. And then you left and went to New England. I don't care how you got there. I don't. I, I know the circumstances, but I don't care about the circumstances right now. Right? Not only did you leave, you went to. I mean, it's like it's like Anakin uh, Skywalker going to the dark side. I mean, oh gosh, oh, how could you? How could you? You were the chosen one. <laughs> you were the chosen one, Debo. Why would you do that? You were supposed to bring balance to the AFC. <laughs> but that's how I felt, man. I got two for you. All right, all right. All right who you have? You'll like the first one because he's a linebacker and he wore number 55. Mm. And he coached you as well. Yes, indeed. Uh, know where you're going with Joey this. Joey Porter going to the Dolphins. As much as I like the Dolphins uniforms, to be fair. Nice color scheme. Uh, see, I don't like the color scheme personally. Really? I don't. Well, it's because it was a division rival for you for a while. That's yeah. why. We've so, going, so I don't like anything about figure it. out. Uh, uh, Joey Porter was my first favorite Steeler and growing he, up. And he balled. I, and he balled out. I wanted, out. To, I wanted to talk trash like Joey Porter did when I was growing up playing oh, sports. I, I, I wouldn't do the kick. I would do the kick. I, 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 he was my guy. Uh, and then Santonio Holmes would be the other one, too. Ooh, into the, uh, yeah, that team. Santonio Holmes was the first offensive player for the Steelers that I fell in love with, right? Yeah. Because like you, I grew up a defense guy. I was defense all Like day. most Steelers fans, you know, I was baptized with yeah. Mean Joe Green and Jack Lambert and Jack yep. Ham and, you know, and Mel Blunt and Donnie Shell and I, I yeah. was baptized with defense. Oh, yeah, shout out to Donnie Shell too, man. Shout out to Donnie Shell. Yeah. He's been named one of the finalists That's for right. the Centennial uh, right. Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame class or whatever, so big right. shout Bill out to Cowher him. And well Cowher, too. yes. One of the coaches. Yes, indeed. Both of those dudes, man. Awesome. Uh, yeah. Okay, but I need to know which. So you talk about your Steelers experience from mm. your growing up being a fan experience. Oh, I already know that one too. Which athlete has been the hardest for you Deion to see Sanders in another jersey? Going to the Redskins. I told you I was a huge Cowboys fan growing up. Dion was like I didn't even care about Dion with the Niners or the Falcons. It was like Dion was a Cowboy. Period. Bandana twenty one, high stepping, and to see that man put on a Redskins uniform. That crushed me because I was the rival. Because it's those guys. T- that's what always that, makes it worse. I was the rival. I was like, what are you doing? The worst one for me is Yarmir Yager from yeah. growing up. Like, Seeing him put on that Washington Capitals jersey. I'm like, oh. I'm like, the whole Ravens thing, I didn't even care about that because I'm like, yo, that's old Dion. He's just coming back trying to show he still got it. He was cool. But that, that Redskins uniform, like, bro, what are you doing? Like, you can't do that. So, for me, that was that one, man. Yeah. 
That's a good question by yeah, David. Yeah, that, that hurt. Like David, that. what about you, David? Which one is yours? Yeah, which one's yours, David? You, you got us going down memory hurt lane? Where are your memory hurt lane? So, look, there's all kinds of stuff you can chime in here on. I mean, we're only 34 minutes into the show, Motsi. We've already got it all going You see on. what happens when I show up one time, guys? <laughs> Will TJ get to 16 sacks? Will he break Debo's record? Will he tie it? Yeah. Which former athlete, which former Steeler hurt the most seeing them in another jersey? Mm. Let us know. At West Steeler at the body 52. The body. On the Twitter.com. When we come back here, Arthur Motes. Uh oh, we It's got? showtime. Hey. We will sing our Steelers Here We Go song, New York Jets edition, and it's time for us to get back in the win column here. All right. Always. We're seven and two now. Talk about we it. took an L on the chin last week, but it's not about you how did. many times you get hit. It's about how many times you can it's not about how many times you I hit. Say what? It's about how many times you <laughs> can get hit. What? And keep moving forward. I don't want to get hit, though. Everybody's got a plan until they get punched in the mouth. I don't want to get punched in the mouth. Some other cliche about responding to adversity. I don't like adversity. <laughs> we'll sing some songs on the other side. Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler on Twitter, at Wesley Euler, at the Body 52 The Body. Inside the Electric Factory on a Friday, the day before the day before. The penultimate to the penultimate. You're listening to Steelers Blitz on SNR. This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Inside the electric factory on a Friday. Arthur Mutz, I got a little chili peppers bringing us in here. Put a new song into the system. It's almost like you've been in the lab detailing your work. Well, you know, there was a big announcement this week. All right. John Frusciante, who's like the guitarist for the chili peppers, okay? Uh huh. He's been away from the band for 10 years. They still tour without him. Mm -hmm. But John Frusciante's back. Mm. So the guitarist for the chili peppers is back. Mm. And this is big news to me because I think the chili peppers are okay. I like the chili peppers. Okay. But I think John Frusciante is incredible. Oh, interesting. Like, I had a Rolling Stone magazine cover. Um, one of the things that I had on my walls growing up was a mm-hmm. Rolling Stone magazine cover with the next generation of great guitarists, and it had John Frusciante, uh, Derek Trucks, and John Mayer. I loved those guys growing up. John Frusciante is back. Had to put okay. a little chili peppers in the system. Okay, okay. And, you know, I guess in honor of that, you know, we like to have a little music side flair to our show. Just a little bit. Yeah, I guess it's only right that I sing this song. Only if you want to. We got to bounce back here. We got to have a strong performance. Say, how are you feeling, man? I'm a little down, bro. We got to beat. I'm I'm a little down, but I'm, I'm a little discouraged, but I'm not defeated. I was defeated until you know? I saw you today. That's how I put it. I'm discouraged, but I'm not defeated. All right. You know, because, again, okay. in the short term here, you know, we had a rough performance last week. We're facing some adversity. But I tell you, I don't like adversity. I'm scared of adversity. We or, we're, Well, you know, Arthur Motes, we got to shut out the noise sometimes. But how do I do that? It's so tough. You got to remain singularly focused. You got to cut off your eyelids so you don't blink. Is that why my eyes are so dry right now? Because I can't blink? Well, no, that's just the wintertime weather. In oh, okay, okay, okay. I was nervous. <laughs> <laughs> eyes dry, nose is dry, <laughs> lips are dry. Is this normal? Cheeks are chapped. <laughs> but we're going to bounce back. Seven and two since we started doing these songs. All mm-hmm. right? Yes. Seven and two. We had a rough performance last week. Come on. 
but you know what? It's all about how you bounce back, and so we got to give them the juice that we need. Give the people what they want. So here is our Here We Go song, New York Jets Week 15 edition. Let's do it, baby. I'm wound up. I'm ready to go. Distiller Nation has the best radio host in the electric factory with Euler and Boats. Here we go. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Know what that means, baby. I gotta get my I gotta get my Yinzer zone over here. Yin's ready for this. Get it to him, West. Get the people what they want, West. Get the people what they need. Two games left. Still feeling fine. We feeling fine. Off to New York seeking win number nine. Gotta get that nine piece. The Jets want to end our playoff race, but uh-huh. Mike Tomlin got a lesson plan for Adam Gase. Mr. Bugard. Mr. Scary Eyes. Coach T got that vibe. Coach T got that vibe. Here we go. First two, Wesley Euler. Got that first two. New here we go. Just edition. Woo! Familiar face on the other sideline. Okay, who that is? Wore number 26 and did it fine. Ah. The first reunion with old Lev Bell. Uh-huh. Here comes the defense swarming like a bat out of hell. Here we go. Hey, we ain't talking hell's bells either, baby. We talking that Steelers defense. You're the juice, not no more, baby. The juice has run dry. No more juice that day. Don't forget about the QB, Sam Darnold. Is he saying ghost? Want to see him get pumped up like Arnold? You know I'm the Schwarzenegger. Sunday at MetLife sounds like a date. Uh-huh. Until then, like Bart Scott said, can't wait. Woo! He can't wait. I can't wait. Still, Stevens can't wait. It's going down. Oh, they're just there no judge, baby. Still curtain, knocking them out the sky. Let's ride. Who ride? We ride. Still a nation. Let's go. Here we go. Let's go. Here we go. Steelers. Steelers. Oh yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I felt really. I feel really good about the ending on that one. I feel Man. like I, I feel like that might have been my best finish of the season. Yo, those were bars right there. <sighs> Even though I felt like I was in a compromising situation with my ad libs, man. Why is that? <sighs> so typically, when we're talking different teams, they're usually animals. I don't mind making animal noises, bashing the animals. Even though I love animals, shout out to Peter. But they're the Jets, and. Initially, I was like, ooh, the Jets, they're going down. Let's make it sound like a crash. And I'm like, ah. Yeah, I got to get what you said. Okay. You know, that's that. good. That's good I, by I, you. I, I felt really, I was, I was conflicted. I that's know. good by you, you know, because you got a heart. You got yeah. a soul, you know. Yeah, I just felt like I needed to. Uh, you got a conscience, Motes, you know. Yeah, I needed to talk about that, man. I just, you know. So so forgive me, guys, if I wasn't making the. <laughs> yeah, the, what is a. The mascot noise. That's, ah. Mm. You know what you could have done? Uh, but now this wouldn't have worked well in the flow of the song, really. Right, but it uh-huh. worked. But it works now. Yeah, is like uh, there's got to be a joke in there about like oh, a man. failure to launch. 
You know, like something, bro. Yeah. <sighs> passengers on the flight. Uh, excuse me. We I have some. We have yeah. some bad news. Unfortunately, we're going to be taxiing out here on the runway ah. for two hours. Uh, we got some. We got a failure to launch. Just, uh, we're going to have to have like, you deplane and wait for the next two hours before you get back on board. I just feel like I can't really go at the jet like that. No, like I, I'm I, with like you. I it's, you a, it's a sensitive thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I hope y'all understand, Steel Nation. I hope you understand Power Grid Megawatts. Yeah, I got y'all next. I got y'all next verse, though. I got y'all. I got. I got some cooking. You, wait, you mean second time we sing this? Second time we sing this. Okay. Some, okay. See, and again, it's all you know, better performances. Yeah, man. Arrow pointing up, trending yeah. in the right direction. Yeah, I just can't. I can't take the shot of the jet. No pun intended. No, it's it's good thinking by you. It is. It's you're a proper gentleman, Arthur Motes. It's the least what. I could do, man. If, we're, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna go at your team, I'm gonna do it with class. <laughs> gonna do it with some dignity. <laughs> class. What's that? Something I used to skip in college. Ooh, shout out on Twitter at Wesley Euler at the Body Fifty Two. The Body. Uh, this question of the former athlete who was hardest for you to watch leave to see in another jersey. It's uh, lighting up the Twitter.com here, Motsi. Mm-hmm. So continue to come in with those. Give me your song review as well, too. Uh, Carol, it's either a ten or it's a one. You either hate it or you love it. Everybody loved us or they hated us. There's no in between, baby. Or they thought we were okay. Carol says Franco Harrison Debo was the hardest for me. Little J and B says Debo going to them cheating Patriots. Mm. Uh, we got some Greg Lloyd's. Mm. We got some Lawrence Timmons. We got another Arthur Motes here. Oh, shout out! Yeah, yeah. logged up onto the Dolphins. That was tough to watch. It just didn't feel right. And I sat next to him for four years, man. Well, actually, Keith, three years because he left my last year. Keith says hello, Rod Woodson in a Ratbird uniform in all capital letters yeah. with the uh, the Jim Carrey. Uh, yeah, that was tough. You know the uh, the Jim Carrey, uh, the, the 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 Dumb and Dumber <laughs> gif. Uh, we got some Adam Gase eyes gifts rolling in here from the song too. I think people scary eyes, bro. I think people like the yeah the Adam Gase scary eyes. I took a shot at his eyes though. <sighs> I don't know. I go with your eyes. I don't care about your eyes. He though. Mike Tomlin's got a lesson for him, you know, yeah. not just on the football field, but in the style department too. All right, Tomlin's gonna show him how you dress, how you get a little swagger, how you like, how you get the eye of the tiger, not the eye of the eye of the crazy man. What is wrong with you, bro? Are you good? Uh, David said MJ to the Wizards for him. Still doesn't look mm. right. I agree that pictures of Michael Jordan in a Wizards uniform don't look right. Yeah. But at the same time, that was like an end of the career. I tell you, for me, it was different because like that was the closest to like my hometown. So we got like elite level MJ coverage, and I love them. And... That got us to get the Jordan 17s, the sky blue and white joints. And, yeah, I, I rocked them heavy, heavy, heavy. Joseph chimes in, another Cordell Stewart. Um, Ricky with a, a interesting one here that brings up a point. He says, I got to go. He says, I got to go with Debo. I mean, of all the places he could go. That's, uh, easy there, yeah, Dr. Sue. I mean, he, he, was, Ricky, he was the Dr. chosen one, man. I'm the one here with the rhymes, Ricky. He uh, was the chosen one. But Ricky also says, hated seeing Jesse James go. Um hmm. And we haven't seen Jesse James, you know, against the Steelers right. in another uniform. Uh, I wonder, though, here's where I'm going with this. Where are you going with it, then? Lev Bell said yesterday that he expects to hear boos in his own stadium whenever he gets the ball. Because he says he expects so many. He said, I know how Steeler Nation is, how they travel, how they're yeah. everywhere. He said, I think they're going to represent very well. And he said, I expect them to boo me the first few times I get the ball. I expect there to be audible boos or something like that was, I think, what he said. Okay. Do you agree? Do you concur? I do because let's be real, still a nation is gonna want to boo him just for the sake of it being L Bell and how he left. But the flip side is if L Bell were to come right back, they'd be cheering him like crazy. <laughs> That's just the nature of it, man. I don't think it's gonna be as bad as he think it will be though. 
I don't either. I'm, maybe like the first carry. Right. Just to like send a message. But other than that, I don't think it's going to be like some of the – like, for example, if A.B. were to have come in here with oh. any other team, it would be literally every play he Every time he the touched ball. the ball. Like, it's not going to be like that for Le'Veon. No. And I think even the first time he comes back to Pittsburgh, you know, I mean, at Heinz like, Field. It's going to be mixed of like – some booze and some cheers. And but what you just said too, I think by the third and fourth quarter, you know when he's getting yeah. the ball, it's still not going to be. Oh, boo! I hate right. you, number twenty six. Yeah, I think. Listen, Steelers fans are passionate. They can be a little vindictive, but I think they also just too a little ap- bit. They, ap- <laughs> they appreciate what you did in that uniform, and so there'll be some of the yeah. you know some of the voicing of displeasures at first. But I think that was so eloquent- eloquently put. The hmm? voicing of displeasure. The voicing of displeasures. Yeah, you know, no one's voicing their displeasure of the Here We Go song. They love it. Oh, come Jeff on, says we nailed it. Hey. Boys, way to nail that Here We Go Jets version. I, I told you I was wound up this morning. You know, yeah, I got a, I, I've, I think I've told this to you before. I don't know if I've ever shared this, shared this on air, actually. My process for writing this song is real simple. Lyrical. I get up on Friday morning. I, wa- I walk the dog, all right? I brew the coffee while I'm walking oh, on a dog. Multitasker, shout out. I come back in. I make my toast because I... Another, I'm pulling back. We're getting really transparent here. We're getting really transparent here. (laughs) I have the same thing for breakfast every day, all right? Whole wheat piece of bread toasted with peanut butter on it. Sometimes I add jelly if I'm feeling a little crazy. I'm learning a lot about you today. So I I make my coffee. I get my toast. I sit down. I put that Here We Go song on, and I just start ad-libbing stuff, right? I think, okay, Lev Bell. I think Darnold. I think Gase. I think Jets. All these words that I'm trying to rhyme. So that's kind of my writing process there. So that's what my my Friday mornings look like. Walk the dog. Get the coffee wow. and the toast. Write a little. Write some bars. You know, throw, lay down some bars. I don't know. I, I think I'm more surprised at the fact you said you eat the same thing for breakfast every day, dude. Uh, that's wow. I mean, not every, you know, like on Saturdays and Sundays, like wife no, no, and I not, would get up and day. cook Saturday, a breakfast. Sunday isn't it? I'm talking about yeah. Monday through Friday. Those are the key. Same days. thing. Same thing every day. Wow. Piece of toast. That's like serial killer psychopath stuff, bro. You know what it really is? Is I, I'd just rather sleep in the extra 15, 20 minutes that, that it would it take is? me to make breakfast. Wow. Toast is quick. You know, nervous, I could throw man. it in the thing. I could take the dog for a walk. I come back. It's waiting for it's me in the toaster oven. Who are like super just, it has to be. Oh, no. Come on thing. now. A lot of people are creatures of habit. Did, did you ever, you, you ever had like a pet that just. You telling me you don't have a routine aspect of your life. That if the mafia was after you, they could go, oh, Moats does this at the same time every day or every week. This is when we'll nab him. Because for me, it'd be like, all right, whenever Wes puts the toast in the toaster, that oh, means he's walking man. out the front door with the dog. This is where we whack him. No, I really don't, man. <laughs> I'm all over the place. <laughs> I like to switch. It. I, I think, honestly, I like to switch it up because of that. I don't. I don't want people to ever. You've feel seen like too they, many movies. I'm like, yeah. I don't want you to ever feel like you got to beat on me. Like I take different ways in here to work. <laughs> I switch it up. I go to work out at the gym at different times. <laughs> one thing you always do at the same time though is Fridays at one o'clock. This is true. I guess that would be it then. A little five star Friday. We'll do that when we come back. Oh yeah, we're all the way live on a five star Friday. Oh yeah. It's a five-star matchup because we're in it. Five-star matchup. Anybody we play is a five-star matchup because we're in it. On the other side, Arthur Motes will tell you the five biggest matchups that will determine the outcome, the winner, and the loser between the Jets and the Steelers Sunday at MetLife Stadium. What are those five-star matchups? You want me to tell them right now? Nah, you got to come back with us to find out. (laughs) Inside the Electric Factory, one hour in the books, another hour to go. So stay with us, having some fun on the day before the day before. The penultimate to the pin. Ultimate. Euler Remotes, Five Star Friday next, as always, on Steelers Blitz on SNR. Euler Remotes are on the air.
This is the Steelers Blitz on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. Good afternoon, Steeler Nation. How we doing? I'm hungry. Well, that's good. <laughs> your remote's with you here. Hour number two inside the electric factory on a Friday. Feeling good? Feeling yeah, yeah, great? Yeah, yeah. Feeling good? Feeling great? Feeling great, feeling good. How are you? I already told you to start the show. That It's the Fridayest Friday of the year, perhaps, except for the, the Friday before Memorial Day. Ooh, it's yeah. kind of like the official start of the summer. Okay. I think the only Friday that's more of a Friday than that, or the, the sorry, besides that Friday, <laughs> the only Friday that is close is the Friday before Christmas. I'm charged up. I'm wound up. We're having some fun. An hour in the books. Another hour to go. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, this... Quite often tends to be Arthur Motes, one of my favorite segments of the week coming up. That's huh. part of the reason why I'm so excited oh, here that right? as well, too, obviously. We uh, you know, we have some fun on this show. We do some serious stuff. We do some non-serious stuff. We try to have a good balance for you. Yeah, more non-serious than serious. And I think this is our best combination of the two because it is, it's a it's a hard-hitting X's and O's football segment, mm-hmm. but we still have fun and laugh and joke around with it. Mm-hmm. This is kind of, you know, this is our... Um, I don't know. What's the word I'm looking for? Like something that, you know, it's our it's our benchmark. It is mm. our benchmark. I know we have benchmarks, but this is the benchmark of our mm. show, I think. A little five stuff. <sighs> Friday. Mm-hmm. So without further ado. Okay. Which five matchups are the most important? What should you be watching on Sunday with your eyes? What will most likely determine the outcome of Pittsburgh Steelers, New York Jets, at MetLife Stadium? Sunday afternoon, week 15. It's time for a little five-star Friday. It's a five-star matchup because we're in it. Five-star matchup. Everybody we play is a five-star matchup because we're in it. Five-star Friday. La, 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 la. Matchup number one. All righty then, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get this thing going. And the first five-star matchup that we got to talk about are these interior linebackers. Yes, I'm talking Devin Bush, Mark Barron, and Mr. Vince Williams verse Lev Bell, Mr. Le'Veon Bell, Mr. Juice Man. Wait, he sounds familiar. Yeah, he might have played here before. Is he formerly of this congregation? Yes, he is. He used to be a part of this congregation, and then he left to go to another. Uh, uh, I knew something was up. One of them, one of them big city churches, you know. Oh, yeah, that's classic. You know, they said they, they tie better over there. You know, offense. everybody leaves their hometown yeah. church to go to the big mega church. You Just know how classic, it is, man. You classic. know how it is. But anywho, anywho. What these three guys have to do versus Lev Bell is minimize his impact as a runner and a receiver. When you look at Lev's stats this season, man, from a rushing standpoint and receiving standpoint, over a thousand yards total offense. And he's definitely he's having a down season compared to what we've seen in the past from him. But still, I mean, when he's on, he can get really on. So it's important that they minimize his impact and make that offense one dimensional. Five star Friday. Matchup number two. All righty then. The second five-star matchup is the Steelers' offensive line versus the Jets' front seven. Yes, and in particular, establishing the run because we know 
We've heard about the Jets in their front seven and how they are against the run. We know that they're one of the best units mm-hmm. against the run. We know all of that. And they get that but, dog, Quentin Williams, back this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what we also know is this. In order to minimize the exposure of Devil and Duck Hodge, you have to establish a run. You have to stay committed to the run. You have to look that rush defense in the eyes and say, I will not blink. I will not falter. I will not fail. This is my time and we will rush this rock down your throat. James Conner, Benny Snell, Jalen Samuels, Trey Edmonds, Kara Dwight, whoever else you want to put back there. Get the job done. And still is O-line. Big Pouncy. Pro Bowl Pouncy. DeCastro. Pro Bowl DeCastro. Ramon Foster. Al Villanueva. And the big boy Matt Fallon. I can't forget number 72 who is always eligible. Get the job done. Get the job done. Steelers offensive line versus the Jets front. Certainly. Certainly going to be important. Five Star Friday. Matchup number three. Now, the third matchup. We have to talk about these Steelers pass rushes. You thought I was going to go three matchups and not talk about my pass rush brothers, my brothers TJ White and Bud Dupree? Did you really think I wasn't going to talk about Cam Hayward in this beautiful matchup that those guys have versus the Jets offensive line? I'm talking the most piss poor unit that we've seen all season. I'm talking 48 sacks allowed, and they still got two games left, and they haven't faced the league leaders in sacks. Are you serious? Are you serious? (sighs) Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking the Steelers pass rush versus the Jets offensive line, man. This is a matchup that they should dominate. It should not be close. Look for those guys to wreak havoc all day long. (laughs) I wish everybody could have seen it. I I thought I was the one who was wound up on this Friday. In the middle of this segment... Arthur Motes' hat has gone from forward to backward to thrown on the desk. All in a matter of five minutes here. It's unbelievable. I thought I was the one who was wound up. It's Friday, baby. We got to have it. Come on. The Steelers pass rush against the Jets offensive line. All right. Here we go. Here Hold we go. on. Here we go. I'm hype. I'm ready to roll, baby. I, know, I can tell you. <sighs> Listen, Usain Bolt, you got to wait till I fire off the start gun here hey, before you go. All right? Chopping at the bit, baby. Five-star Friday, matchup number four. All right, the fourth five-star matchup. It's Mr. Steven Nelson versus Robbie Anderson, and he will see a little bit of Jamison Crowder. Now, the reason why I'm highlighting Steven Nelson is because he's probably coming off his worst game as a Steeler. What John Brand was able to do against him last week, the success that he was able to have, it was a very humbling experience because he had been having an awesome season. But this is the NFL. You know in the NFL, when you put something bad on tape, teams are going to come right back at you Mm -hmm. to see if you fixed it, to see if you have adjusted your errors. Now... With these two guys and Robbie Anderson and Jamison Crowder, if either of them were on the Steelers roster right now, they'll be the team's leading receiver. Just to put it in context, over 700 receiving yards for both of these guys. It's going to be important that Steven Nelson bounces back in a big way with whoever he's matched up against. Like I said, he will see a lot of Robbie Anderson, but Jamison will give him some action over there as well. So with that being the case, Steven Nelson, keep doing what you do, baby. Make it happen. How about another interception this week, too? Ooh, like that. I mean, he did have his uh, his picture up in the wall in the facility. I that's did true. see that, you know? When that's you true. make When you make the wall in the facility, it's big time. Means you did something good. Absolutely. Means you it was made good. a play. It was good. It was real good. Five-star Friday. 
Matchup number five. Now, ladies and gentlemen, the fifth and final five-star matchup. I'm talking the creme de la creme. I'm talking the filet mignon. I'm talking the surf and the turf. It's Mr. Devlin Duck Hodges. Mr. Quack Quack himself. Verse or versus. Mr. Devlin Duck Hodges. Yes, the man in the mirror. We've crossed this bridge before. We have. We've I've seen. I've seen this fish before. We've seen this before. And we understand the importance of when you have to look the man in the mirror. Look him in the eyes and tell him, I will not move. I will not be shaken. I will not break. Devin's coming off his worst, or excuse me, Devlin is coming off his worst game as professional. I'm talking four interceptions. It was bad, right? Really Probably bad. one of the worst games of his career if you think about it. Well, I would say the worst game of his career, but then he did say that he had a four interception game when oh, he was okay. at Sanford versus Florida State. Well, there you go. But the thing that he did say was this. With that Florida State game, worst game of his collegiate career, four picks, he did bounce back the following week with a multi-touchdown game. Now you're speaking Let me repeat my language. that. I said the last time he had a four-interception game, the following week, he bounced back with a multi-touchdown game. So, with that being the case, and we know history does repeat itself. Does. And we know. This man is the duck. And I'm not talking Daffy either. I'm not talking Donald. I'm talking Devlin. I'm talking Devlin Duck Hodges. Bounce back. Big time way. It is your game on Sunday, baby. Lead us to victory. Duck versus duck. Mm. Quack. Quack. You know what's next? Goose? <laughs> Get hey. it? Or gray duck. Get it? Duck, duck, goose. What those duck, duck, gray duck? Okay, that too. I don't know. Is that the new thing? That's what they say in Minnesota. Is that what they say actually in Minnesota? Yeah. You making this up? No, no, no. Because when they did the celebration two years ago, they did Duck Duck Goose. Everybody was like, oh, it's oh, Duck Duck Great Duck. you're right. Yeah. As long as I know. I thought they were crazy. It is people from the Midwest. You, you know, can't trust just, the Minnesotians. You can't trust them. Mm-hmm. Minnesota. Yeah. Although I do like how their accents sound like Midwestern Canadians. I will give them that. <laughs> It's like that, bro. Arthur Motes, one more time as a recap for anybody who might have missed it or just needs to double-check their notes. All right. five-star Friday matchups, the five matchups that will most determine the outcome of Steelers-Jets on Sunday. Yes, indeed. The first matchup, we're talking the inside linebackers of your Pittsburgh Steelers. Devlin, uh, excuse me, Devin Bush, Mark Barron, and Vince Williams versus Le'Veon Bell, minimizing his impact as a runner and receiver. That's the first one. The second, five-star matchup steals offensive line versus the jets front seven establishing the run versus a very stout jets run defense it's going to be critical for the success of the steals offense that they establish the run game early and often <clears throat> now the third matchup talking about the steals pass rushes yes bud dupree tj Watt, cam hayward j von hargrave verse or versus that Jets offensive line that has allowed 48 sacks. Very below the line, very JV-like. The fourth matchup, Steven Nelson responding back in a big way versus Robbie Anderson and Jamison Crowder. 
Steven coming off his worst game as a Steeler. Time to bounce back. What's your best game as a Steeler, baby? I believe in you. And the fifth and final five-star matchup is Mr. Devlin Duck Hodges versus another Duck. And I'm not talking Daffy or Donald. I'm talking Devlin Duck Hodges. Yes, the man has to battle himself from a mental standpoint because he did have his worst performance as a professional. But if history repeats itself, this should be his best game. As professional this week right here because that's what he did in college when he bounced back from a four interception game versus the Florida State Seminoles. So those are my five star matchups. It's a five star matchup because we're in it. Five star matchup. Everybody we play is a five star matchup because we're in it. There you go. From the football brain of Professor Motes, right into your, uh, I don't know. Car, living room, family room, wherever you wanted to be. Christmas baby. gathering, cell phone, at your mama house, your cousin house, your auntie house, your brother house, don't matter. On oh, your birthday, my birthday, Jesus' birthday. Mm-hmm. Kwanzaa, Christmas, New Year. And you know, I should say this, since a lot of people are going to be traveling today in the upcoming days and in, in anticipation ahead of the Christmas holiday, uh, one, obviously safe travels to all of our listeners out there, uh, but two... You know, Arthur Motes, I asked people to do this before Thanksgiving. What did you ask? I'm going to make one more request to the power grid of the megawatts out Uh-oh. there. I don't know how I feel about this one. You know, you're going to be around a lot of family. So grab their phones, mm-hmm. go to their podcast app mm-hmm. on their phone, search Steelers Blitz with a Z, Ooh. subscribe, yeah. leave us a five-star review, mm-hmm. take it with your auntie's phone, your mm-hmm. cousin's phone, mm-hmm. your other cousin's phone, mm-hmm. your other cousin's phone, mm-hmm. your uncle's phone, yep. your grandma's phone, All them. your mom and your dad's phone. Yep. Stealing don't blitz with a Z. Don't forget your stepbrother, your stepsister. Don't forget all them. Yep. Your mother-in-law, your, your father-in-law. Your kids coming home from college or something like that. They got phones. Grab their phone. Get them all. Subscribe to Steelers Blitz for them. It might even help them get better grades, honestly. I, I don't want to pump right. our own tires. I do. But, you know, I feel like we're a... You know, we're, we just got a certain je ne sais quoi to the conversation. Ooh, je ne sais quoi. Jenny said what? Je ne sais who? We got a certain, you know, just our repertoire here is just, you know, it. I think it brings just an intelligence level. In, into everybody's life. This is very true. <laughs> On Twitter, at Wesley Euler, at the Body 52. The Body. When we return, we will look around the league at the rest of the NFL slate, which includes some Saturday games. Whoa, wait a minute. Look ahead to a full weekend of football when we return. Inside the Electric Factory, you're listening to Euler Remotes. It's Steelers Blitz on SNR. Is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24 7 home of the black and gold SNR? So if you're a duck. Does your first name have to start with D? Any Devlin Duck, Donald Duck, Daffy Duck, Darwin Duck? Darkwing eh, Duck. Eh, Darkwing Duck, sorry. Darwin Duck. What type of educated duck it's is the, that? Uh, it's the evolution duck. <laughs> <laughs> Joseph points that out on Twitter. I think I want Scrooge McDuck. Scrooge McDuck. His name does not start with a D. Affleck Duck. Affleck Duck. Affleck. Oregon Duck. Ooh. I just came, I just... Yeah, it's a pretty good one. That's good thinking about you. You know, you're on your toesies today. I tell you what, it's because that lady paid for my coffee today, bro. That's right. Yeah, did you talk about that on air yet? I you did, got a little. Man. She, she paid for my coffee. Pay it forward. That's right. We talked about that in the opening like, segment. I just didn't know what to do with myself. I was like, what do you mean you're paying for my drink? Like, first time ever that's happened to you. Yeah, bro. And I drink Starbucks a lot. I love yeah. Starbucks. Tastes so yummy. 
tastes so yummy. That's my favorite part about the Steelers facility on the south side. Other than the chefs, obviously, is the Starbucks station as well, mm-hmm. too. Shout out. Shout out. <sighs> Starbucks on demand with a press of a button? Oh, Lord. <laughs> no more Thursday night football, Arthur Motes. We don't have a game from last night to talk about, but we got s- Saturday night football mm-hmm. this weekend. And uh, two games actually with a lot of implications. All right? So we'll go in chronological order here because I know the one you want to talk about. But the one that comes first in terms of time on the schedule, 1 o'clock Saturday, Houston and Tampa Bay. Houston, they win out. They win the division. Their, you know, their path in front of them is very clear. They now have the leg up on the Titans. They have the tiebreaker over the Titans. Tampa Bay, though, all of a sudden, we've talked about them for a few weeks. Yeah. Playing really good football, and this game is in Tampa. And you know why they're playing really good, right? Jameis. Crab legs, baby. He's been eating some W's. <laughs> and Bruce Arians, I mean, come on, you got to give Bruce some credit. Shout out right? to the Kango hat. You got to give Bruce some credit, doing a great job there. Again, that game in Tampa Saturday at one o'clock. Certainly, a lot of implications there. Uh, the Buccaneers quietly seven and seven right now. So, with a win for them, they could get above five hundred. Uh, with Houston, a win for them, they keep pace ahead of the Titans. Of course, the game you'll be tuned into Saturday afternoon. Arthur Motes, four thirty. Oh. The Buffalo Bills travel really, to Foxborough. You really think I'm watching that game Saturday at 4.30, bro? Well, that's true. You got your JMU Dukes. So. I was about to say, I will be pre-gaming preparing myself for madness. Saturday Wait, hold on. Night. You can't get the two TVs going and watch both? Why no, not no, both? You know, I'm, I'm a man of the people. Why not both? I'm a man of the people. That means I need to be out there. I need to feel the energy. So, wait, are you going to the JMU game? What? You think it's a game? I should have known. As soon as we get off the air tonight, I'm, I'm out of here. Are I'm you actually? You. What? <laughs> Are you serious? What? I should have known. Semifinals, what? You I think I'm not going to win that game? I should have known. I don't even know what I'm asking. <laughs> it's like crazy. Tomorrow, WVU basketball plays in Youngstown. Yeah. 50 minutes away. But you think I'm not going to be at that right. game? I'm like, what? You think? I'm, I'm like, we're, we're talking We're talking <laughs> semifinal game. The, the, the penultimate to the NCAA championship Ooh, for the FCS. That's a good drop by you there. Come on, man. I'm there. Fam's there. Fresh GMU gear, too. Breaking well, you out better of, be layered up. Man, I'm not layered up. What? I guess it's not going to be that. It's supposed to be like four, high on, 40s. Man. It's not you that know, cool. You know it's I'm not, not cool. worried about where I'll be sitting at, man. I got. Well, that's true. I got a little bit of heat Ooh, down I there. Forgot you know how I mean? you live on the other side. You know, us up in Cranberry, us hey, on the other hey, side hey, of town. Hey, you know, hey. We don't know how you be living down here. Listen, all I, I, I know the right people. I just happen to know some very important people at the University of James Madison. I mean, I know how that works. I know you. That's how I get in the building every day. You know, that's how I get down to the south side. That's Stop how I got the show. You know, just knowing you, Listen, baby. every day I wait to get buzzed into the building because I don't have credentials. Whereas Wesley Euler has his beautiful little face, his perfect little hair, oh, yeah, on a nice talking. little access card. Now we're talking. That's all I'm saying, bro. Yeah, but ask us the most who gets the park in the better part in the closer parking lot. That's the no real. You no know, comment. I've told you, I'll trade you the credentials for the parking spot. I get the park there because I'm we, an alumni. Can we parlay? It's an alumni parking thing. Can we parlay? You, you're just a boss. You got all the codes. <laughs> I don't have none of that. I'm still, I'm still cutting my teeth. You know, I'm still earning my stripes. Oh, stop it! You're just trying to be humble. And then Saturday night, Rams at the Niners. All the su- you know, this one is not as intriguing as it would have been if the Rams would have been able to beat the Cowboys last week. They kind of at 8-6 and six might be out of it, even if they went out in the NFC. But San Francisco, Motes, we talked about this last week. Uh, that one loss by the Niners dropped them from first in the NFC to fifth in the NFC. Mm. Uh, they better not have a letdown against mm. the Rams here if they want to hope that they can get back into a first-round bye position. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It's that time of the year, baby. All of these wins count a lot. So you better stop. 
playing. Particularly in the NFC, right? Where well, every, the is everything tough, is tight, tight, tight. tight. Jeez. I mean, you can go from second to six in a heartbeat. A battle of uh, draft position here. Two 3-11 and 11 teams. The Giants heading mm. down to that dump that is FedEx Field to take Bums. on Washington. Bums. How you, how you feeling? A, a battle of what you know could be two quarterbacks that we could be seeing for a long time in Daniel James and Dwayne Haskins. Or is... What? I thought, is Daniel James back? Jones. Jones. Sorry, James. I was like, who the James hell? Jones. <laughs> I mean, you know. I mean, man, you keep throwing me off, man. I'm, I'm, I'm bad at that. I am bad at that. James Jones, you know... James Jones. That dude, DJ. James Jones, right? The former uh, UFC guy? Yeah. Uh, Daniel James. Daniel Jones. Ch- Danny Dimes. All right, let's just call him Come Danny Wow. Dwayne Haskins, the battle of 3-11 and 11 teams, Sunday at 1 o'clock. Uh, the 1 o'clock game that I will be keeping an eye on, though, while I'm watching the Steelers-Jets game, while I'm working the broadcast for DVE, obviously, the Saints... Mm-hmm. In Nashville to take on the Titans. The Saints yes. need the win to keep first place, to mm-hmm. keep that first round bye status. The Titans need a win to stay alive in the wild card race. Yes, indeed. That game is going to be very interesting. A lot more interesting than the, the, the toilet bowl between the Giants and the rest. I definitely don't want to even talk about that because they both suck. But that Saints game, that Titans game, and even more so because, like you said, the playoff implications for both teams, they both need to win to stay where they want to be or achieve the things they want to achieve in terms of playoff seeding or actually getting into the playoffs. Yeah. But for the Titans, man, they're going to be watching us, man. You know, they're excited. A lot of it's, – it's, 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 you know, it's rubbernecking season. You know, it's you got to be is, watching. Bro. you got to be looking around, seeing what's going on for playoff standing. At, at least the one thing I will say is this, though, at least for the Steelers, they control their own destiny. Yep. Which – Just win. Is my favorite oxymoron, by the way. Just keep winning. Because destiny can't be controlled. It can't be controlled. So therefore, controlling your own destiny is just... You can control destiny. You just got to grab it by... You just got to grab destiny... I'm just saying, it makes, it, just, it makes me chuckle, okay? That's all I'm saying. Listen, grab destiny by the horns and tell it to do what you wanted it to do. The reeling Indianapolis Colts uh, taking on the reeling Carolina Panthers... Yeah, it's bad on bad right there. I like it. My buddy Willie Greer getting his first NFL start. Oh, man, you know that's bad. Put money on the other team. <laughs> that, means Christian, <laughs> that means Christian McCaffrey's getting like 35 touches. Oh, man. You said, you said Will Greer starting. Ah, oh, it's one of those games. He's All got right. a nice beard, though. Baltimore, it, hey, let's just, I just hope it's not as bad as Nathan Peterman. Ayo. Yeah. Yahtzee. Got him. Yeah. Baltimore in Cleveland. Any chance that the Browns could best the Ravens like they did earlier this season, or is that just that dysfunction is completely off the rails? I believe the dysfunction is completely off the rails at the time when they beat them the first time. You could tell they were they were pretty hyped up. They they were going through that whole first being doubted, their first real adversity swing, and that's what ultimately led to them coming out, you know, guns blazing versus the uh, the Ravens. But I don't see that happening this time. I think the Ravens beat them handedly. And you got to think for them, and they're trying to lock up all the goodies, one seeds, all that. So they're going to get that dub. Jacksonville at Atlanta, the upstart Falcons. Motsi, you and I have been laughing at this. They were a team who at one point was in the conversation for the number one pick. Uh, now they've, they're five and nine. They're kind of they've way played themselves out of a top five pick conversation for the most part. Uh, do the Falcons? Do Matt Ryan and company keep it rolling? Keep up this good form that we've seen the last uh, month or so? Hey, listen, man, I'm believing it. They've showed it multiple times now versus high-quality opponents. Yeah, they really have. So, yes, I do think the Falcons continue to get rolling, man. And I think this is something that 
potentially carries over into next year for them. Like I said, I don't know what happened to them at the beginning of the year to derail their season the way it did, but this is the type of run that they're going on that carries over into the offseason, into that following season. This is the type I agree of game that you. can help you out going into that like following similar with Tampa. I feel the same way about Tampa Bay, yes, too. Yes, absolutely. Even though it's going to be interesting to see how they handle Jameis Winston and his situation. Bridge deal? If you're Jameis, would you even sign a bridge deal? No, I don't think you're doing it. Yeah, You're so saying pay, yeah. pay me. Pay me or I leave. Because let's be real, the, the the Buccaneers is different because they have experienced them on a day-to-day. It's other quarterback-hungry teams that will say, you know what, Jameis, we'll take you. You don't <laughs> think the Bears would take a chance on it? <laughs> right. Yeah. We'll take you. Yeah. Uh, Arizona at Seattle. We're talking about playoff seating, Seattle trying to keep pace with everybody else in the NFC. The Cardinals, we know, Motsi, uh, historically, even over these last few years, right, where Seattle has been a, a good franchise, a winning team, and Arizona has had their struggles, they always play the Seahawks well. This one in Seattle, though. And they're coming off of a big win, too. Big win they just had versus the uh, Browns. Mm-hmm. In Seattle, though. In Seattle. Tough place to play. That's the only thing. If the game was in Arizona, i like it a lot Weather more for could the be crappy. Yeah. And plus, Russ is still in his feelings about not having that MVP now. So, I see the Seahawks. You're going to try and show out, huh? Yep. Even though it's over, that ship is still no MVP for you this year, buddy. All right, the last three games to talk about here, Motsi, are the ones that I really want to talk about. First of all here, and we're going to go again in chronological order, when they're happening, Sunday, 430, the the battle for the toilet bowl division, I guess we could call it. Dallas and Philly, a pair of seven and sevens. How do you think that one plays out? It's your Dallas Cowboys and your boy Dak against my Philadelphia Eagles and my boy Carson Wentz. Oh, yeah. there's gonna be a lot of there's gonna be a lot of narratives coming from this one, regardless of how it goes. It will be, but I will say this, man: uh, the Cowboys more likely gonna get the dub, man. I they think got the, so and they got the better quarterback. One is about to break a record for you know being the organization's all-time leading passer. Well, actually, single-season passing yards, but either way, it all sounds good. And it'd be Dak Prescott. I mean, you know Dak, let's see, he was leading the league in passing yards per game. He's leading the league in passing touchdowns. What's his record? Uh, same record as uh, Carson Wentz right now. Yeah, bro. right. The guy who has no wide receivers and no offensive line. Oh, are we making that excuse for a $100 million quarterback? No, he's got to win. $100 million man. I don't want to hear that. $100 million man has his uh, Dak, IR Dak, roster Dak, still in a position Dak, to make a playoff Dak spot. Dak was a fourth-round quarterback. Oh, you not? Wh- hey, what round were you? Fourth? What round were you picked in? You still played? I was in the six. You told me it doesn't matter. Once it, you get out there, you got a ball out. It doesn't matter how you get there. Where you got to take is it? Is a fourth round overachiever. Carson Wentz is the number one. Carson Wentz is an FCS Bow. guy. It's SEC Bow. versus FCS. You uh, should be with your FCS he went brethren. To Mississippi State. Yeah, that's not me. SEC. Yeah, they put some good alumni in the NFL. That's not SEC. Okay, go tell that to Fletcher Cox. See what he I says. Don't care. See, that, see what I he don't says. So you go say it to his face. I don't care. Go say it to Dak Prescott's face. See what he said. I don't care. Oh, man, you disrespecting the SEC? I don't care. No, I'm just checking Mississippi State. It's You're different. disrespecting your FCS boy and Mississippi State. I mean, I just... Well, well because Ooh. he got the $100 million and he ain't been Ooh. playing up to it. That's all I'm saying. Motes and I will be texting during this one. It's because he plays for Philly. I think the, Cowboy, the Cowboys are going to win, though. You're right. I mean, I would pick the Cowboys. It's close spread, though. It's close spread. It is. Because you don't know what Cowboys team will show up. That's the problem. Here's all that I'll say, right? Anybody who's involved with that game that's getting some chicky and Pete's, man, they're winning. That's the one. I, There's, I no, losers. There's just, no losers of chicky and Pete's. Just for the chicky and Pete's. Golly. Kansas City in Chicago. I, I Man, you and I, we talked about this on Wednesday when we did a little Best of the West. 
We're liking how the Chiefs are playing, that defense and Mahomes rounding into form. But I, I'm interested to see old Patty Mahomes against that Bears defense in Chicago. Sunday night in primetime. Man, I know how that ends. Uh, Me Patty too. Mahomes lighting them up. <laughs> you think lighting them up, though? Like I feel like the Chiefs could still win that game 28-10. to and I, it wouldn't necessarily mean that Patrick Mahomes went crazy on the defense. This is true. I just think that, yeah, Mahomes, man, he's just on one right now. He's back. He wants to show the people that he's healthy. And, yeah, you don't have an answer for a guy like that. So with that being the case, man, I do think he lights them up. I, I think they went by. So you got it as a 10-point game. I got it at least I got a 14. Yeah, I think double digits for sure. Yeah, uh, But for in the sure. NFL, 14 is a blowout. Let's be real about it. You're right. Two scores in the NFL is like, a blowout, that's, that's right? A, and not just like not ten points, but like a legit fourteen point spread. Like that's, that's that's big. And last but not least, Monday night, another one that we'll have some fun with, regardless of whatever way the outcome goes. Uh, Packers in Minnesota, a big one to determine the winner of that division. Yeah, your Vikings and Kirk Cousins, big favorites, five and a half point favorites. Can Aaron Rodgers get back into form? Can that Packers defense? Get back into form. How are you feeling about that Monday night football matchup, Arthur? Man, Bucks? I'm liking it a lot, and I don't even care about the defenses. I care about Kirk Cousins. You know why? Because Kirk will not let me down this year. He's been old faithful. He's been steady Eddie, and he's the reason why I like that. I hope. <laughs> I hope at least. We'll see. Please don't hurt my feelings. We'll see. Please don't betray me, Kirk. Maybe I'll tell you how I feel about that one in our in our next segment here when we, when we get that paper. Gots to get that paper. Uh, we talked a little bit on this earlier. I wanted to bring it up here in our kind of last minutes of the Around the League segment here. The finalists for the Hall of Fame Centennial class revealed yesterday. Yeah, man. Eight coaches. Hey, hey, hey. And remember, you have to have coached, uh, you have to be, have been out of coaching for at least five years Correct. To, to, to qualify. Uh, some really notable names on the list. Certainly Bill Kerr, one of them here in Pittsburgh. We'd love to see him make the Hall Eight of Fame. Eight players. Bill Carrish players. Uh, Tom Flores, a well-known name. Mike Holmgren, Jimmy Johnson, Buddy Parker, uh, Dick Vermeil. Some some really solid coaching candidates there. I could see a lot of those guys getting in. Uh, contributors. This is where I'm 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 chapped, Motsi. Oh, I'm arsed. Oh. I can't believe Bill Nunn's not amongst this group. That to me, the guy reinvented, rewrote the books for scouting. The guy. Brought HBCUs into the NF. Uh, I don't understand how this guy's not even a finalist. Yeah, that is very disappointing, man. Uh, the only thing I could think of is just the, the amount of Steelers right now. And in terms of you still got two Steelers that are uh, yeah that are in this Centennial class right now with well, Donnie Schell and, ben, and Bill Cowher as a like finalist. Schnell, and, then, and then you've got uh, Alan Fanica right. as well, too, still hanging out there. And that's not to mention that with the regular Hall of Fame class, you got Troy, who's a final or is what semi finalist right now. So, mm-hmm. yeah. a lot of Steeler flair. Steelers. Uh, the good news in that regard, Donnie Shell was named one of the finalists. That was for, huge, man. He for deserves a, for it. senior man, class. He deserves it, man. So yeah, even that's one of those things too. Even if Bill Nunn wouldn't have gotten in, I'd like to see him at least recognized as a finalist. I, listen to Tony Dungy talk about Bill Nunn for five seconds yeah and tell me that guy doesn't belong in the Hall of Fame listen to anybody Bob Labriola you know any of these people who have been around the Steelers organization for a long time I know Tunch and Wolf talk about it uh, it's got to be frustrating but I think you I think you kind of hit the nail on the head there Motsi. there is a huge Steelers presence already in the Hall of Fame with this upcoming class and I do think the politics obviously play a bit of a role in this yes indeed. 
Oh, when we come back here, we will close out the show. We'll look ahead to this slate of games this weekend. We'll make some predictions. You know, we'll get that paper. Got to get the paper. Show me the money. Show me the money! We'll show you the money when we return. And also, one more time, for those of you that missed it in the first hour, I'll sing. I'll sing some songs. I like when you sing. Our Here We Go edition, or our Here We Go song, New York Jets edition. We'll do that on the other side as well. In the Electric Factory, you're listening to Euler Remotes. It's Steelers Blitz on SNR. This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Oh, when you hear the Wu-Tang, it only means one thing. Uh-oh. It means we're wrapping up the show on a Friday. Uh-oh. It means we're just moments away from getting that paper. That's to get the paper. But before we get that paper, Arthur Motes, what we gotta do? We obviously we gotta sing some songs. Oh, we do gotta sing. You're right. All right. For those of you that missed it in the first hour, seven and two now, with our "Here We Go Steelers, Here We Go" song. All right, we took an L on the chin last week, but that's okay. Nobody in life goes undefeated, except for the '72 Miami Dolphins. You gotta bounce back <laughs> from adversity, just like Ducks gotta bounce back. Just like a lot of the Steelers got to bounce back, we got to bounce back on the song this week. Looking to push that record to 8-2. and two. Well, Here's our juice. Here's our motivation for the Steelers. Here's our Here We Go song, Week 15, New York Jets edition. Here we go. Steelers, back in the gold. Here we go. Town of Pittsburgh's heart and soul. Here we go. The Steeler Nation has the best radio hosts. S and R. We listen to Euler and Moats. Here we go. Oh yeah, ladies and gentlemen. You know what it is. It's the Here We Go song. It's the Jets edition. It's Wesley Euler. The one, the only. Give it to him now, baby. Verse one. Two games left. Still feeling fine. Oh, yeah, we fine. Off to New York, seeking win number nine. Gotta get a nine piece. The Jets want to end our playoff race, uh-huh. but Mike Tomlin got a lesson plan for Adam Gase. Here we go. Gonna teach him how to look. Get those bug eyes right. Not what you're doing tonight. We gotta get nine team wins. Yes, yes, that's what we do. Steelers, baby. Steelers. First two West, let's go. Familiar face on the other sideline. Who is that? Wore number 26 and did it fine. Oh, he did? Was he a juice man? The first reunion with old Lev Bell. Oh. But here comes the stellar defense like a bat out of hell. Here we go. Oh, yeah. L. Bill used to have a juice, but that juice is here gone. Go. There will be no more ringing. In fact, that bell will look like you play for Philly. It will be cracked because that's what Steelers do. 
That's what the steel curtain does. And it's time for verse number three. Let's go, West. Yeah, don't forget about the QB, Sam Darnold. Don't forget about me, sees ghosts. Want to see him get pumped up like Arnold. You know, I just was a nigga. Sunday at MetLife sounds like a date. Until uh. then, like Bart Scott said, I can't wait. He can't wait. I can't wait. It's time. It's your time. It's my time. It's your time. We talking steals. We talking steel curtain. We talking about who? The J-E-T. What? 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 Hey, Fireman Ed, it's over. Fireman Fred, it's over. Fireman, whatever you want to call yourself, it's over. Stealing Nation in these met life. You take your fireman hat and you throw it in the river. That's what you do, baby. Here we go. Here we go. Woo! My man said Fireman Fred. <laughs> fireman Ed, Fireman Fred, it you don't matter. He's still going to get these hands on it Sunday. It don't matter. Still is in four. Let's go. <laughs> fireman. Ed, fireman Ed, Ed, and Eddie. I don't care. Take, take your hat. Chuck that thing. It's over for your boy. You back in retirement. Days is over. So how does Sunday play out? And what do we think of some predictions we got? Willing to uh, you know, put up money where our mouth is for some other contests this weekend? Arthur Motza, you know, it's bowl season, so a little little different flair here. I only got one college football game, four NFL games this Ooh, week. Ooh, interesting. So without further ado, it's time to get that paper. Gas to get the paper. Show me the money. Show me the money! Man, when that drops, oh! It never gets old. It never gets old. Unlike the Oakland Coliseum, it never gets old. This is true. I love it. All right, Arthur Motes. Last week, we didn't do well. I don't know if you went back and looked. I did. You and I both went two and three last week. It was our first losing week it was just a rough week all around. Since October, I think. We it was too. I was racking my brain about this last night. I think the first time ever in the history of our partnership together yep, that, we both that had, you and I both yes. had a losing week in the same week. That does not happen. That does not happen. That's unacceptable. It's below the line. So we're going to respond this week, right? Yes, Adversity. We're going to keep moving forward. We're going to cut our eyelids off. We're going to smile at adversity. We're going to make mm-hmm. them our friend. We're going to bring them onto our side. Use it in our advantage. Let's start in the college ranks, all right? Because it's bowl season. I love bowl season. You roll out of bed at 11 a.m. and there's some game going on in the Bahamas already. I love it. I got one coming up this weekend that I feel good about. University of Washington against Boise State. All right? You dubbed the Washington Huskies. Mm. Lost their head coach. Yeah. Who used to coach at Boise State. Yeah. So there's a little there's a little flair here. I, I do think, Arthur Much, you know I watch a lot of college football. Mm-hmm. I think Boise State has been one of the most underrated teams in college football for a large part of the season. Yeah. Uh, they don't get the love anymore that UCF and Cincinnati and some because of these other they, they Memphis. Did it first. They did it first, and then after that it was like, all right, we're used to this now. Right. Who's next? Who's the next exactly. darling, the next Cinderella? And don't forget about Boise State. Don't you they forget about are them. getting four points against Washington. Four. Four. Where's the game at? The game is in Las Vegas. The Las Vegas Bowl. Viva! Las Vegas. Four points against Washington. Yeah, give me Boise State plus four. I think they could win the game. I I think they will win the game straight up. So give me the Broncos. I know blue turf, but in Vegas, baby. Plus four. I actually like that a lot. Yeah, I like that a lot. It's the four points. That's what's getting me. Uh Uh-huh. 
Yeah, you I like knew you'd like that. Yeah, the four points. That's that's. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I like Boise plus four. Absolutely. All right, let's go to our Saturday. One of our Saturday NFL games here. One that I know Arthur Motes has some takes on. So oh I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna get out of the way. But I think Arthur Motes will appreciate my take on this. Here Here's my take on this. We've joked about it all year, right? Mm-hmm. That we're the only people that believe in Tom Brady. We're the only people that believe in the Patriots. Because even though 90 percent of people always pick them to win their games, they have this chip on their shoulder mantra oh, that nobody yeah. believes in us. Nobody. Oh, we're too old. We're too wise. Washed up. I, I I don't believe in the Patriots at all anymore. I know that's Crap. a dangerous thing to say. I, I I believe me. I realize I'm putting myself out there. I don't care. I realize I'm getting old takes exposed listen, potential man. here. Listen, man. I, I don't believe in the Patriots. What what does fortune favor? The bold. What does fortune favor? Buffalo. Whew. Plus seven. Give me the Bills to go into Foxborough. And hey, if they don't win, they're certainly gonna cover the plus seven. Listen. I had a similar situation earlier in the season where the Bills were plus six and a half. And I put my money down on my Fox Bet Sports app. Shout out to the app. Won me a lot of money. This is another situation where you will win money if you put the Bills down. Plus seven. Are you serious? Are you serious? They might win. I think they might. They really might win. Plus seven? That's disrespect. Give me the Bills. That's one's worth chucking a little $10 on the money line. Something like that. $10,000. Okay, easy. I know. Let's see. That's how you live in the big house on the big side of town. Stop it. I just got a problem. <laughs> New Orleans Saints in mm. Nashville in Music City. Two this, teams. This is interesting one right here. Two teams for different reasons that desperately need a victory here, yep. either to maintain their status or to keep pace in the playoff race. Uh, I know it's on the road. It's in Nashville. Saints only two and a half point favorites. Oh, really? You kidding me? Whoa. You serious, Clark? Whoa. Are you serious, Clark? Yeah, give me the Saints Whoa. minus two and a half. Saints win that by nine points. Yo, we need to pick different games because I agree 100% with you right here. Two and a half? That's crazy. Saints are definitely going to win by probably, I, I'm saying two scores easily. Yeah, double digits? Easily, yeah, because the Titans, they, they don't, they're not scoring like I that, know, man. but I got respect for their defense. I do have respect uh, for the Titans defense. I don't. Okay. So with that being the case, yeah, give me the Saints. Saints minus two and a half. Absolutely, bro. All right, two last one, bef- last one before we get to the Steelers. I, I think we're going to pick all the same games this week, but that's okay. Jeez, that's right. you, know we'll be, you know me. I'll pick one just, just at least for we'll the be, sake of like. At least we'll be in this together. I will pick against you just for the sake of it. All right, well, let's see. You put your money where your mouth is because we only got two games left here. One of them is the Steelers. Right, let me read it. Let, you you read the name, and I'm gonna pick first. <laughs> Chiefs Bears. In all right, Chicago. I'll go Chiefs. I got Chiefs. Yeah, me too. Minus five. And oh, oh come go, on, man. You'd have to give me 15 points to get no! me the What? 15 points. What if I give you six? No. <laughs> I played this game with you at the beginning of the year again. All right, all right, all right, you got me to go give, against give, my boy Aaron Rodgers. What if I I'm give you not, six and nope, a half? Nope. I'll give you six and a half. How about ten? Give me ten. Not a chance. Exactly. Because the, we both have the chance. <laughs> you, you suckered the degenerate side of me into this earlier in the season. All right? I'm not going to let it happen again. I, I won't give you ten. What about eight? I give you eight. Can I give you eight? Eight's a lot. It is a lot. Eight is a lot. And it's in Chicago. A whole eight points. You know that defense is tight. Khalil Mack. All right, fine. You yes. suckered me. You All suckered right. me. I'll take the Bears plus eight. All right, there we go. Bears plus eight. You got them. You got the Chiefs minus eight. Yes, indeed. I like it. All right, last but not least here, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Ooh, the Steelers. Steelers. Nation invading MetLife, making another pseudo home game for mm-hmm. your Steelers. Steelers. Big part of the reason I think why Pittsburgh is a three-point favorite. Arthur Motz, yeah. who's going first here? Whew, you go first. All right. 
Yeah, I feel I, I, I feel exactly how you're feeling right now. I, I can already hear the sigh. I think the Steelers win. Uh-huh. But I, I think it's <laughs> low scoring. Yep. I think it's not so pretty. Yep. But I just don't see the Jets. Like, I, I Believe me, I think the Steelers' offense is going to have their struggles like they have. Yep. I don't see the Jets being able to move the ball in the Steelers' defense, really. Uh-huh. 14 to 6 Steelers win. So yes, I think they will cover the minus 3. 14 6 my prediction. I like it. Touchdown for the Steelers offense, touchdown for the Steelers defense, two field goals for the Jets. 14 6. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. I wish I was picking up what you were putting down, but just like when they have 21 straight turnovers, I'm not going to go against them. They haven't scored two offensive touchdowns in the same game since the San Fran game. Well, so with that being the case, defense. I'm going 13 to 10 Steelers. Steelers. So it's supposed to be three points to be a push, but we say push counts as loss. So that's why I said I don't think they are cover. I like it. Yeah, man. There we go. So you say 13-10. Yeah, man. I say 14-6. Yeah, man. We both got the Stellars. Stellars. And Mr. Backo's prediction was, was it 16-10? 16-10 or something like that. I think I it was like 16-10 or 16-13. I got it written right here. 17-14, he said. 17-14, yeah, three-point game. Yeah. So there we go. That'll do it for it's this good. week's shows. It was good. Everybody enjoy the holiday weekend. Safe travels. Yes, indeed. Remember, take your family members' phones, go mm-hmm. on their podcast app, mm-hmm. subscribe to Steelers Blitz, mm-hmm. leave us a 10-star ten star, ten star, hey, yeah, star review. 10-star review. Five-star review, too. Five-star will work. I'm just getting a little, just getting, just getting a little ahead of you. How do you even get to 10-stars? I don't know. I don't subscribe, know. <laughs> rate it, unsubscribe, well, here's what you gotta do. and then subscribe if again. You, if you take two relatives' phones and oh, leave us go. two five-star reviews, yeah. then on the aggregate, you left us a 10-star review. How about Boom. that? I like what you're, I, I'm catching. You picking up what I'm putting down? Something like that. Uh, seriously, thanks to everybody. Uh, Merry Christmas to the Power Grid, to the Megawatts. Uh, happy holidays if Christmas isn't what you celebrate. Uh, hope everybody has some good time with family, friends. Enjoy the football. Safe travels. Happy holidays to you and the family as well, Arthur Motes. Hey, likewise to you, Mr. Wesley. And shout out to Wes on the ones and twos today, man. Always does a phenomenal job on Fridays producing the show. Only the best in the business. I'm not entirely sure what our schedule will look like next week, but I we will be back on Monday. So you know the drill. We'll talk to Yins then. Same time, same place. High noon, as always, on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio.